Good morning to my brothers and sisters at Antioch Baptist Church in Kenya. I pray that you're doing well this morning. It's been several days since we've been together, and I look forward to us continuing our study of Paul's letter to the church at Rome. Today, we're going to pick back up in chapter 5. We're going to start with verse 3 and get as far as we get, whatever that turns out to be. So let's pray, and then we'll start looking at our verses. Heavenly Father, thank you that you love us, that we are one in Christ. Thank you that, brothers and sisters, no matter how far away, even though we live on different continents and thousands of miles apart, we are one in Christ and one in the body of Christ. Thank you that we can come together through this medium of the internet and be able to share and encourage one another. So I pray today that I would be encouraged and that I would encourage those in Kenya and that we would be mutually encouraged by one another. Open our understanding that we may see, hear, and receive what you have for us in your living word today. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. So we just covered verses 1 and 2 of chapter 5 last time we are together. So I think what I'm going to do is start off by reading chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, and we'll touch briefly on the first two verses and then spend our time in verses 3, 4, and 5. And if we get beyond that, we will read the next verses as well. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. God bless this reading and our perceiving of His Holy Word. Amen. As we discussed last time, our justification, being justified by faith, is that we are just before God by our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, not by anything we have done or will ever do or could ever do. Let's get that firmly fixed in our minds. Our relationship to God in Christ Jesus is based on our faith, our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of that is a gift from God. That's God's grace. And we have peace with God. We are reconciled. We're brought back into relationship with God. And we have the peace of God that is so beautiful and so powerful and so all-encompassing that it all of our needs are met 
in Christ Jesus. It says, through him we have also obtained by access by faith into this grace in which we stand, the grace of God that saves us, that he gives us salvation, but also the grace of God that enables us to live this Christian life, that God himself, he doesn't just save us, he enables us to live the life he's called us to live. We can fully count on him. And so we rejoice in the hope, and that's not hope uh, like I wish something would happen, but that's a sure hope that's found in God through Christ Jesus. And then he says, and this is where we start our new verses for today, not only that, in other words, it's wonderful that we've been saved. It's wonderful that we have access uh, to God, that we've been reconciled to God. We've been brought back into a right relationship with God, and we have the peace of God in our hearts, but... Not only that, that's wonderful, but not only that, we rejoice in our sufferings. Now, who can say they rejoice in their sufferings? What is joyful about going through sufferings? Nothing is joyful about the sufferings, but we can rejoice in our sufferings knowing that our suffering produces endurance, knowing that the challenges we go through allow us to endure, to stay the course, to stay on the path. We all know what it's like to walk down a path. We can stay on that path, the path that God has put us on, because God gives us strength. He gives us endurance through the very challenges that we face. You might think of it like this. Uh, when you're trying to train your body, uh, if you're training to, to run a race or if you're training to be able to perform in a sport or just to do things on a daily basis just to be strong, then you have to go through some suffering. You have to work at it, and as you work at it, it produces endurance in your muscles, in your body spiritually it's the same way when we go through sufferings they produce endurance another place in scripture where this is addressed is in James chapter 1 and James says it beautifully he says consider it pure joy my brothers when you face trials of many kinds because the testing of your faith produces perseverance and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. God doesn't just save us. He wants us to grow in Christ Jesus. And the only way we grow is when we uh, go through struggles, and we endure through those struggles. That happens as we put our trust in God, as we rest in God and, and know that, that we can count on Him. And so what he's saying is not that it is joyful, 
but that we should consider it joyful because we think about the end. The same thing back to the example about training our bodies. Uh, You train your bodies to endure the hardship of running uh, and of other things because of what the result will be. You will be able to run the race. And in the same way, we want to run this race that is called life. Paul says, uh, the end is near and I rejoice because now I have finished my race and I have won the prize. I've done what God called me to do. Did he do it perfectly? No, he didn't do it perfectly. In fact, he used to kill Christians. And even even after he was converted, he didn't do it perfectly. He said in, in a chapter that we're going to get to soon, he says, the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I do. Who will help me from this? And he says, thanks be to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. But he had endurance, and Paul endured many, many, many struggles, struggles that we can't even imagine. And those sufferings produced endurance. And then it says, and endurance produces character, the character of Christ. As we endure the sufferings, the challenges, sometimes they're little and sometimes they're big, but as we endure those they produce the character of Christ in us. In Philippians 2, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not well to be counted as God, but humbled himself and became a servant, and even to the point of dying on the cross. So what greater picture of suffering and endurance can we find than the picture of Jesus Christ and what greater victory has ever been won how did it look it looked like defeat just like when we're trying to train our bodies it looks like we're we're hurting because we're going through this rigorous training but in the end we get to run with our arms stretched out to the tape at the end of the race because we went through those things. Because Christ went to the cross in my place and your place, we get to run and reach out our arms to the tape, so to speak, of the finished race. And that finished race is passing from death in our sins to life in Christ Jesus. And there is no greater race. There is no greater thing for us to have. And so our endurance produces the character of Christ in us. And then it says, and character produces hope. And that hope is is a sure hope. Uh, I don't know about where you live, but where I live, people say, I hope in a way that's different than the Bible means it. Like they might say, I hope when I get home, supper is ready to be eaten. But that's really what they're saying is, I wish somebody would cook. But when God uses the word hope, he's talking about a sure hope, uh, of something that, that there's no doubt about. So 
character, endurance produces character, and character produces a sure hope. And then in verse 5, and hope does not put us to shame. It's not going to let us down because God's love has been poured into our hearts. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us at the moment that we're born again, born in Christ Jesus. So this is a beautiful, beautiful message that Paul is giving them, telling them that we have by faith in Christ, that is by trusting in the finished work of Christ, we have been reconciled, made right before God, through Christ, not through ourselves, and that we have, through that, received the peace of God that passes all understanding. And then it says, through Christ, we've also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And we can even rejoice when we go through sufferings and challenges because we know they produce endurance, the ability to stay on the path. And endurance, staying on the path, produces character, the character of Christ. And Christ produces Character produces hope, the sure hope, and we're not going to be put to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts, into our hearts from God as he brings us from death to life and into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us when we're born again. Amen. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. God bless you, and I look forward to our next time together. God bless you.